The Last Supper with Steph Sosa. Thanks for dropping by. Come and suss Steph's Life Spice. All her socials at spicysteph.com. Today on the Last Supper podcast, I have the self-proclaimed crazy egg lady, Simone Stevens, in the studio with me. The reason I wanted to have Simone in today was because I want to clear up what all of these egg terms mean. Barn laid, free range, biodynamic, pasture fed. It's so confusing. Simone! Hi! Hi. (laughs) Welcome to the Last Supper podcast. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. My pleasure. It's so lovely to finally meet you, my little Instagram stalker lady. I'm so excited. (laughs) I love meeting people that have followed me on Instagram and then have become friends. You'd be surprised how many people, how many guests I've had on here that I've befriended from Instagram. It's fantastic. People actually call me stalker, not friend. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, let's go with friend. You know what? Whatever it takes. Absolutely. Whatever it takes, I think. So you are... The crazy chicken lady. I am indeed. <laughs> so how did you get the name the crazy chicken lady? Is it self-appointed? No, actually I think one of my first customers saw me one day talking to someone random on the street and said, oh my God, you're so animated about what you talk about. I think you're crazy. <laughs> and I went, mm, yeah, I think yeah, I'm crazy I think too. I could be. I think <laughs> I'll I... take that. Yeah, whatever happens. I, look, I honestly believe that any woman... Because I'm a woman, so I can only speak for women. I think any woman that's over 40 that's passionate about something is a little bit loopy. (laughs) And I love that. I love loopy women. (laughs) And maybe slightly menopausal. I'm not sure. Maybe that that. too. As we fan ourselves from as we, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Too funny. Listen, in my introduction, I said I buy free range eggs Mm -hmm. because it's the right thing to do. Yes. But to be perfectly honest with you, I don't know what the difference is between barn-laid, pasture-fed, biodynamic, yep. free-range, yep. and every other freaking name of eggs under the sun. It's really <laughs> confusing. It's really confusing. And I think that's why I sort of got involved in all of this, is I could see a lot of chefs and a lot of people, the public, were very confused about what they were buying and spending their money on especially a lot of money in some places. Yeah, it can be really expensive to buy top-of-the-range eggs and I want to make sure that I'm getting something that's a little bit special and that the animal's really cared for. And that you're supporting local farmers and, you know, people who are doing the right thing because there's a lot of people out there who aren't doing the right thing. Yeah, and to be honest, with the labelling, I don't actually know the difference. Okay, with the labelling, that's a big thing. So... A few months ago, we petitioned. There was about five hundred thousand of us. Oh, is that, that all? Just a yeah, few. just just five hundred thousand. <laughs> just we wanted to change the law that people would have to put on their cartons twelve hundred or fifteen hundred hens per hectare. Now that got dismissed by the mm. egg board. I can't really go into detail about the egg board, but there's lots of people on the egg board that have. Uh, outside interests when I it comes say, to... Do they own chicken farms? Yes, mm. yes. And especially caged. And mm. so they disregarded that and decided to go with 10,000 hens per hectare. That seems an awful lot of hens per hectare. It's disgusting. Like, you, could, you can't have 10,000 hens per hectare. They can't stretch their wings. They can't do natural foraging. And they is that considered free range? Considered free range. So the, how is that free range if they can't even stretch their wings? Um, it just means that they're not in a cage, essentially. Yes, correct. And barn is the same. So barn, 
automatically people think that barn is this little cutesy little farm barn in the middle yeah, of on the Swiss Alps. Yeah, on the Swiss Alps, yeah, and all the know, chickens are just lovely, and you know they're sunning thing. themselves yeah. and they're having a great time. And the barn is the same as cage, so don't ever buy barn because it's okay. the same as cage. They're just not in a cage, but they're squished together. Okay, the same as a cage, so they have no room to move. So if I'm buying barn. And free range. Mm-hmm. I'm buying essentially the same thing, right? Basically, <coughs> yes. Okay. So I don't even like to say free range anymore. I tend to say open range because of the new laws that have changed. But the only thing that they compensated us with was they have to put on their carton somewhere, and it's normally in teeny tiny little yeah, that writing. Post 40-year-old eyes are yes, not going to be able to read. That there's 10,000 hens per hectare. That's the only law that they put into place. If you're going to mm. say free range, you have to write how many hens per you know hectare. What? That makes me so angry because I can tell you that I, I grew up on a farm and we treated our animals very well and respectfully and we're pretty much self-sufficient. So, and I, in my head, had this picture that everybody did that to their animals. So I never bothered about organic, free range, sour free pigs, you know, all that mm, kind of stuff. Because yeah. I just assumed that everybody treated their animals <laughs> the same. It's kind of a bit embarrassing for me to admit. But in honesty, it's new for me to be aware of of this ethical issue with animals, I guess. Or new, I guess, probably in the last five years. But I'm 46, so that's fairly new, I guess, in that, that range of things. So I, I'm feeling really ripped off because I am paying premium for my eggs. Yes, and that say free range that and they have a little range. doggy on the cover and they have all yeah. these little trickies. And yet and I'm not looks... doing the right thing. Mm. Like That makes me really mad. Absolutely and that's why I'm here. Mm. That's why I'm doing what I'm doing is I'm trying to tell people that this is not acceptable. I might as well just buy the normal caged eggs if that's – not that I would because now I'm into ethical and I want my chickens yeah. to be looked after properly. Yeah. But really there's not a huge difference, is there? Well, I think the thing you have to think about is if you can do two seconds of research, mm. it'll bring up some stuff about it that you can learn yeah. from. But really what you're saying is why I – started doing what I was doing because I was going around and talking to people and they're going well I don't know what's free range I don't know what's barn laid I don't know I don't know the details of anything and I was like well really at the end of the day their choice do help choice have a app that you can download on your phone and they'll tell us and which are the better. You can scan the top of your – I always say to people who can't get my eggs or they're, you know, run out and I can't get there in time, they can go to the supermarket and actually scan the top of the carton and it yeah. will tell you how many hens per hectare, wow, that's what they've amazing. done. So, so always, that's through choice? Choice, yes. Wow, So that's I just amazing. tell people it's free. It's called yeah. Clucker. Okay. So you can download it, you can go to the supermarket, you can go to your local markets and scan the top of the carton and it will tell you how many hens per hectare. That's amazing. I'll make sure I put a link to that on my Instagram and Facebook page when we air this episode, Clucker. Yes, Clucker. That's very cool. So tell me, if I don't have my phone handy, which is probably fairly rare for most people (laughs) and particularly for me, if I don't have Clucker handy, what am I going to do when I go to the shops and I want to buy... Eggs, and I want to do the 
best by that you can. By, by yeah, the most chickens. ethical choice yeah. that you can. Yeah. Just read the carton. Okay. They will have to have it somewhere on that carton. How many hens per hectare? Okay. So, um, so what is the optimal hens per hectare? We like to say fifteen hundred top. Okay. Hens per hectare. Yeah. So you would prefer 1,200 though because that's what you're protesting about, right? Exactly. <laughs> okay. And and you also have to look at how many hectares they have as well. So I often say to people, well, ring yeah. the farm. It's and really ask easy. Them. Ask them. If they have anything to hide, then you know you have a problem. Mm-hmm. And they should have an open gate policy. Yeah. The farms that I have, I have open gates. So you can turn up at that farm any day yeah. and walk in there and see yeah. Where your food comes from. But let's face it. Who has most, the time to do that? Well, not only that, but most Australians would be buying their eggs from a Coles or a Woolworths mm. or an IGA. Yeah. Not from a um, farmhouse gate or from a farmer's market. Yeah. yeah. And they're the people that we want to really educate is those people. Yeah. Is there a well-known brand that you would recommend or not really? No, not really. That's that makes me. It's very really sad. sad. It's really sad. Wow. I actually have my kids when we go to Coles and Woolworths, they'll run over to the egg section and they'll take the phone and they'll scan them and just yell out to me across three mm. aisles, Mum, they're lying. They say it's free range, but they're ten thousand hens per hectare. Like that you just can't and it's also you've got to understand that a lot of big companies will Say if you go to your local, um, you've got a chooks in your backyard, you want to buy feed for the girls, right? Yeah. Oh, sorry, the girls are the chickens. <laughs> <laughs> That's just how I refer to them as my girls. The girls. That's my girls. <laughs> I love that. So if you go to your local pet barn and you want to buy stuff for your girls, they will actually show you a colour chart, like a yeah. paint chart, and say, well, what colour do you want your yolk? Because there's additives in there. There's additives that you can add. So when I crack my egg open and go, oh, it's man, look at how beautiful that yeah. egg is. It's no, not. No. It's just falsely yes. fed So if you want to buy stuff from the supermarket, you have to be aware that they will add things to those eggs. To make sure they're beautiful. Because people are under the misconception that an orange yolk yeah. automatically means free range. You know, it's really interesting because I think we have this – huge awareness of our vegetables and I think as much as sometimes a vegan movement frustrates the hell out of me Mm. I think they have done wonders for the promotion of vegetables and also you know the vegetables that are a bit obscure looking and a little bit bruised and all the rest of it and the supermarkets and people like Harris Farm and Coles and Woolworths have come on board and are selling those totally and I think with meat as well Mm -hmm. we have the different we have the grass-fed, we have yes. the organic, we have the sour sauce, yep. stall-free, yep. pork, all the rest of it. But our eggs but have been missed. I think our eggs have been missed. Totally. And That's I've been campaigning for that for years to try and make people aware that this is what goes on in the background. And eggs are something that we all eat. Whether we well, eat vegetarians, they love their eggs. Yeah, but even if you don't even know you're eating eggs, like yeah. even if you don't like an egg, yeah. as in a poached egg or a fried egg or a scrambled egg or whatever, yeah. you're still eating eggs because you're eating cakes and biscuits Absolutely. and you know or what you know pastry or yes. whatever. There's correct. eggs in those. Yes, correct. So it's a huge market yes. and a huge problem, isn't it? It's a massive problem. And really eggs are cheap. 
Yes. Like really eggs in the scheme of things, as far as a meal and a protein is concerned. Scrambled eggs for dinner. Eggs are cheap. $2. Like. So if we treated eggs, I'm having one of those light bulb moments like Oprah has. Yes. I'm Sorry. I'm, maybe I'm it's here the, waiting for it. Maybe it's the wine, but I'm actually having a light bulb moment. Okay. <laughs> you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. If we treated eggs like we treated our meat in our mindset and paid just a little bit more, you know, like maybe instead of $3 or $4 a dozen, we paid $6 a dozen. Oh, my God. that's Like I'm just thinking about how many meals I can get out of a dozen eggs. Absolutely. Like because you're only going to have two or three eggs a person, aren't you? That's $3 for two people. Yep. For huge protein and health and good fat yep. and all that kind Amino of stuff. Amino acids for and calcium meal. and... You can even use the – we've start, just started talking about using the eggshells. You can actually boil them and put them in the oven, yeah. bake them and then put them in your food processor and process them up and put it to your, in your flours and your, when you're cooking. It's a massive calcium intake through the shell of the egg. I think eggs have a marketing problem. They do. A we huge need a marketing a, problem. Eggs need a new marketing manager. They need me. Oh, my God. <laughs> How are we going to get eggs a new marketing program? <laughs> I've been trying. I've been really I trying. It's interesting, isn't it? Like, I, I think we all just think of eggs as it's just an egg. But it's not just an egg. No. It's not just an egg. It's a chicken. And, and if you have a, a healthy, lives. happy chook, I'm telling you, you can taste the difference. Yeah. One hundred percent. Yeah, I know I, it sounds really corny, but you can taste the ethics. Yeah, I I believe you because I have a um a neighbour who what past neighbour because we've just moved who has chickens in her backyard and loves her chickens and her eggs are just beautiful. Mm. You know because you can taste it. Yeah, you absolutely can, and they hold together so beautifully. Yeah, it's just a different type of experience, isn't it? With absolutely, egg. and if you're making a pavlova with a beautiful egg. Makes all the difference in the world. You get like twice the volume, I think, yes. with a beautiful fresh egg. Absolutely, because the whites are nice and thick, and yeah. they're not runny. And yeah, I can tell you, there's so much behind the scenes when it comes to eggs. I could talk for hours and hours and hours about <laughs> what goes on behind the scenes, oh. and you'd be horrified. Like yeah. I was horrified ten years ago when I started getting into this. I actually was mind blown. That so tell me, how did you get into it? Um, okay, so I start. I'm a retired teacher. I was home with the kids, and a friend of mine worked at a free range, completely. Well, I say open range now, open range farm, and she said we need someone to come on board and help us out. And okay, and I went okay. Yeah, I can do that. A couple of days. I away. like chickens. Kids are at school. I love chickens. You know, I'm obsessed. Let's go. Perfect job. So I started there and I ended up years down the track managing the whole farm. So I got a real insight as to what actually goes on behind a legitimate open range pasture fed farm. Yeah. And I started realising when I was delivering the eggs to my customers that the chefs that I was talking to really were upset that they had been buying previous eggs from somewhere else that they had thought were open range mm. and had spending spending lots of money. Thinking they're doing the right thinking thing. Thinking they're doing the right thing yeah. and supporting local farmers and mm. and then realising, hang on a minute, they're actually not. It's all just a little it's bit crap. It's all an illusion. It's all yeah. smoke and mirrors. Yeah. And then I realised, hang on a minute, there's a real 
need here mm. for someone to come in and go, you know what, chefs, I've been to the farm. I've mm. stayed there. I've seen the chooks. I've seen the love between the farmer and the girls. I've seen what they feed them. I've yeah. seen the relationship that they yeah. have. And I can give you that. I can give you 100% yeah, that you know. certainty that you are doing the right thing by these girls. And then for me, it just took off from there. I was just <laughs> obsessed <laughs> with getting information out there out and to people. telling people that this is, yeah, and this it's is such what's a, going it's on. Yeah, and it's such a need because... Like, here I am thinking that I'm doing the right thing and yet now I know that I'm absolutely not doing the right thing. Yeah, but you're trying to do the right well, thing. Well, you try and, and do the, the right thing, but, that's I think the that's, thing. but I think that's the frustrating part. It is very I think frustrating. that a lot of us are trying to do the right thing. Yeah, I agree. But we're being hoodwinked. Absolutely. Into thinking that we are doing the right thing when we're really, and it's, really not. And it's really, really sad and it's frustrating because there's only so much you can do at a certain level when a lot of it is corrupt. Yeah. So it's really frustrating to try and get out there and do the right thing yeah. for people. Are there a lot of people doing the right thing? There is. It's growing. Yeah. It's grown a lot over the last couple of years. Because it all comes down to money, doesn't it? It does come down to money. But again, you sort of say, well, maybe give up your coffee down the road and spend that extra $2. But you know what? I think people are happy to do it. I don't think that extra $2 is such a big deal. Mm. I think it's education. I really do. Because I would be very happy to spend that extra couple of dollars Mm. if I knew that I was getting the right thing. Yeah. But even now I'm thinking, if I go to the farmer's market, I often buy eggs while I'm there. Yeah. And they're beautiful and I feel like they're a little bit extra special, but I don't know if that's just mind over matter. Yeah. But I'm going to go and quiz them. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That, and that's what I promote big time. Ask. Mm. Ask the question. Yeah. Where's the farm? Yeah. How many hens per hectare? How many hectares have you got? Because mm. you could say you've got 1,200 hens per hectare, but you might only have five hectares. So... Can you imagine again, how many... You know, so you have to ask the question, is it okay if I come and visit? And, yeah, we've got biosecurity laws that you have to go through when you visit the farm, so you have to, you know, wash your feet because there is a salmonella outbreak at the moment. You've probably heard it in the news with coals and Woolworths. They've recalled eggs. Mm. Um, I'm lucky. All my customers are ringing me saying, you know, is it okay? And I'm like, yeah, there's no chance. Like, you know, we're in the middle of nowhere. So there is bio sort of... Security Yeah, that you have to go through. But you can visit any day, any time and ask those questions. Mm -hmm. If you're at the markets, ask the guy who's selling the eggs, you know, like where do they come from? How many hens can I visit? You know, how are the hens treated? Are they in caravans? Are they in sheds? What are they fed? That's really important too. And I think another thing I have to talk about is organic Okay. None of my farms are certified organic and everyone asks me immediately, why aren't they? Is it because the certification is too expensive? (laughs) Yes. I hear that a lot. 100%. Mm. It's too expensive and it's not regulated. Yeah. So I have farms that are two doors down the road from our farm and they've been certified organic. So therefore... Your farm must be certified to you, uh, like officially said, because isn't it like there's a certain radius Area, that they have to yeah, be? But we're not because we haven't paid our $30,000 yeah, exactly. to be But because certified. that farm is, then your farm must be. And I'm up at the local feed stockist mm-hmm. and I'm buying feed for the girls. And last week when he was getting certified, he was buying top shelf organic feed. Yeah. He got certified and a week later he was buying 
shit food. Sorry. Oh, so it's not ongoing. There's no track. There's no no one. So comes they only have to checks. be certified once. Correct. Oh, and unless so there's a complaint. Bad. Or and how would they know what their chickens are being fed? So they go in and they go, oh, yes, you do it. Tick, 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 tick. Hand over your money. Oh, there you go. You're certified organic. so cranky. Yeah. So that's a lot of... like I'm being ripped off. That's the first question everyone says. Oh, but how come you're not certified organic? Well, because there's no that's regulation the to it. There's no... The government doesn't have the people to go out and there's check. There's no spot checks. That, yeah, spot checks. Like, we do it with... Kindergartens and yeah, you know we do. with our kids and all and that yeah, sort of the very thing that's that we going to kill us yes in correct. the end mm, they just they don't check up on it oh, unfortunately that's so frustrating so it's very frustrating because mm. then also when you're certified organic you can automatically add five dollars yeah to of your course. carton yeah so we miss out on that and yeah. we miss out on people looking at us differently because we're not certified organic. Is this a five-headed iTunes podcast? If so, leave a review. If not, fuck you. So tell me, what's biodynamic? Biodynamic is when you move the girls every couple of weeks. So you're regenerising the pasture that they're eating off. Okay. So at the moment, it's severely difficult to do that. Yeah, because of the drought, Yes. So we have no grass. Mm. I shipped in five truckloads of water two weeks ago mm. to fill up the tanks and to make sure we've got enough if we have a, 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 fire. a fire. Yeah, like so the whole of Australia feels like exactly, it's on fire at the moment. Exactly, that's right. So we try to do the right thing. We still move them every couple of days. We hook it up to a tractor and then we move them to a different area so yeah. that that area, then we lime it so we yeah. throw lime down and then we dig up the soil with a tractor and yeah. try and aerate it yeah. so that it tries to grow Yeah, but unless more. you're irrigating really. But at the moment, you know, we just can't it's do really that. It's really tricky, isn't it? So, but that's normally what we do in, when times are great, when you've got heaps of water and yeah. you, can, you can do that. So that's what regeneration is, yeah. is making sure you're moving the girls yeah. every couple of days or every two weeks yeah. to a new place so that dynamic. things can grow and you, you know, if you've got cattle, you can bring cattle onto that yeah. and they'll eat it and poo and yeah. fertilise. Or plant your vegetables and, because yeah. it's full of chicken poo. Exactly, it, Which is that's right. awesome fertiliser. <laughs> yeah. But at the moment, talking about that is difficult because we just don't have yeah. the water to do that. Yeah, and it's bigger than that anyway, really, isn't it? To be yes. honest, biodynamic is probably the least of your problems at this stage. Yeah. But I just didn't understand what the, the main, what the term was. The main concern for me is getting those girls yeah. out of the cages. Yeah, absolutely. And doing what they do naturally. But I think people have to understand also that if you do get the girls cage-free tomorrow, we would have an egg shortage. Mm. And are people aware of that? Yeah. Because there's a lot of campaigning out there to do that, which I do, mm. but you also have to understand that if that happens, yep. we will have an egg shortage. So you need, we need to transition to that. There needs to be a slow process of yeah. moving it. But, hey, imagine how much you get for your eggs if there's I know. an egg shortage. That would be so cool. <laughs> You, it'd be nice. It'd be fabulous. You could charge three times the amount. My kids could go to private school. I know. <laughs> You'd have an overseas holiday every year if that happened. I'd be sitting there sunbathing with yep, the girls. Drinking your pina coladas. With a cocktail yeah. with my girls around me. <laughs> I love that. That's so cool. That's so funny. So, yeah, you have, like, I'm all for the cage-free and the, especially cage-free, that's my number yeah. one priority. 
Barn is, like I said before, almost exactly the same. The so best going you can do free is range, free range, 1500 or less. Yeah, 1500 or less. Okay. So before we talk about your last supper, because we have to talk about the last supper, because that's what we are, what are the key takeaways that I need in order to buy the best eggs for the welfare of your girls? We need clucker. You need clucker? We need clucker. You need to talk to me. Yeah, we do. <laughs> we need to look up... At Egg Lady Delivers <laughs> and follow her on Instagram. So Thank we need you. Clucker. We need to follow Egg Lady Delivers on Instagram because yep. she'll educate us. Yep. We need to check our packaging. So we need to take our reading glasses yes. with us to the supermarket so we can check the fine print. Correct. So it's 1,500 chickens per hectare. Correct. Or less, preferably. Per- yes. And we need to really protest with our dollars. So... I think we need to change our mindset. This is mm. what I'm taking away. I need mm. to change my mindset and realise that this egg is a really valuable protein, not just a throwaway breakfast thing. It's really a valuable source of food and I need to treat it that way. I need to think of that egg like it's a meat source or yes. a protein source and I need to pay accordingly. So if I have to pay 6 or $7 for a dozen eggs... That's okay because that's still really cheap for the amount of nutrient that I'm getting from that source. And you're knowing that you're doing the right thing by the girls because that's really, really important. I actually support the Hens Rescue New South Wales. So they rescue chickens from cage situations or barn situations and they bring them. I mean they're very anti-egg at all. Okay. They're vegans. Yeah. And that's fine. Like, yeah. I totally understand where they're yeah. coming from. But my argument with them is, well, you're never going to get everybody being a vegan. Look, it takes extremism in order for the pendulum to swing back to normal, yeah. I think. And that's why I, as much as sometimes the vegan movement drive me a little bit crazy because they're yes. so extreme. Yeah. Um, I think we need them. Absolutely. Because we need them to bring the pendulum back and to the And they get things done. They're, they do. They're very passionate. They're so passionate. And at the end of the day I say to them, yeah, okay, I understand you don't like me doing what I'm doing because you don't want eggs at all. But my, my theory is if I can just get those girls to be living the natural life that they live yeah. in the wild. Yeah. Like the chickens came from Indonesia. They were guinea fowl originally. Oh, okay. Um, and they just you know, scraped around the dirt and went around the bushes and picked grasshoppers and ants. And if I can get the girls back to doing and we get eggs as a bonus... Yep, then that's brilliant. Perfect. Then the vegans would be happy to eat eggs, right? Exactly. And that's that's what I was... Win-win scenario. Yeah. So I always say, yeah, okay, I support people like that who are rescuing and doing these... I mean, sometimes on the news I go, oh, my God, that's a bit crazy, like, you know, bombarding these Yeah, cage. poor farmers. And yeah, and things. I feel for them because, you know... They're making... That's their income. livelihood. Yeah, I know. I feel bad for that too, but I think... But it things just, have to change. It just has to happen, doesn't it? It has to. It really does have to happen. Because otherwise we're going to have no land left to do yeah. anything with. Grab a wine and DM Steph. She'd love to hear what your last supper would be. And what wine you're drinking. All right, let's get off the seriousness and let's go for the seriousness of another subject. All right. Last Supper. What is it? So today is your last day on earth. You get one more meal. What's it going to be? I'm thinking it's not going to be chicken. (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) I can't do it. Um, I'd say a really nice feta and spinach omelette. Oh, really? Oh, 
honestly, you think people can't go wrong with that? Yeah, people they can. People go wrong with that. <laughs> so what's this? Do you make a good one? Oh, just, yeah, I my hubby doesn't make anything, so I've got to make it myself. And yeah. I just can't seem to get it right, so I'm going to have to get some advice from you. Okay. They always seem to be runny for some reason or oh, watery. In the middle. Oh, that's but interesting. if I go to a caf- any of my cafes and restaurants... They're oh, beautiful. Oh, my God. So good. So good. You know what? I find with eggs, and I learnt this from Matt Preston, he wrote an article in the Delicious magazine, like I'm talking probably 15... Oh, actually, no, it wasn't because I know Noel was just a baby, so it's probably about 10 years ago now, 11 years ago, about if you treat your eggs really gently, then the protein in them doesn't develop and it doesn't go hard and it stays beautiful and soft. So if you cook your omelette really gently on a really low heat and you don't beat the crap out of it, Mm. like most people do... I think um, that's where I'm going wrong So I have six children... Yeah, and you so got to I'm, fast. I'm, I'm, I'm going, You're let's get fast. this over. <laughs> yeah. Let's just get into you this. You know what I think you should do? <laughs> I think you should make their omelette and get them and then out of the house. <laughs> and then, and then make your own. <laughs> that's, that's my that's secret. That's a great idea. I know, yeah. And I'm then gonna, just I'm eat it in peace. So dessert, are you a dessert girl? Oh, cream brulee. <gasps> you know what? Cream brulee is the winner. How many episodes have we done now? I think we've probably done about 12. Oh. I think we've had six cream brulees so far. Hello, Mama. Bring Crazy, it on. isn't it? Do it's you make my one? Favorite. No. God, no. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's actually probably one of the most simple things you can make. Oh, there's something you else need we need to, to talk Google about. It. You need to Google it. It's so <laughs> simple. And you go to Bunnings and you get one of those um, the blowers. The blower things. Because <laughs> you don't buy them from the kitchen shop because they're really expensive. So yeah. you go to Bunnings. And they're really slow, the ones from the kitchen shops. The Bunnings ones. You can set fire to the whole house. <laughs> they're like, I'll just do it to the kids, flamethrower. <laughs> My dog, I get it out and he, he runs because he <laughs> hates the noise. It's really loud. Um, but, yeah, you do that and it's done. And it, oh, you know, well, I'll give that a go. Done. I just haven't been game enough to go down that road. <laughs> Google it. Have oh, a go. Can I also say to people out there, don't refrigerate your eggs. Oh, Okay, tell me more because I, I do. Out there? Yeah, just do. keep them in the cupboard like Granny did. Why? Because it changes the whole structure of uh-huh. the inside of the egg. So, what's going to be better if I keep them in my cupboard? Uh, well, it's not refrigerated, so it doesn't b- drop below a certain degree. The yeah. colder the fridge, so does the, it like seize up a bit? It changes or the whole molecule of that egg. Uh-huh. It changes the whole structure. So the membrane, the yeah. yolk, everything changes when it goes into a cold fridge. Yeah. So if you can, keep them out Yeah. and put them in the cupboard, in a basket or whatever yeah. you want. Like, you and know. they look so pretty too. They do. Great for the gram. Put a bit of straw. Yeah. You know, like Great Instagram post to basket of eggs. <laughs> <laughs> can you tell and what just, my life is? Just and, and once you get them out of the fridge, like you have to keep them in the fridge. It's very important to... If you Keep just, it consistent. Yes. Okay, don't so if I'm putting it in the fridge... and changing. So, that, so don't get your eggs out of the fridge and put them in the cupboard now. No. Because the next time you buy some eggs... Yes. ...that are 1,500 or less chickens per hectare... Correct. <laughs> I'm going to get this in people's heads if it kills me. <laughs> Thank you. Um, and you've used your Clucker app to confirm that. Yes. Keep them in the cupboard. Absolutely. Because yep. um, that's the best place that they... Because they've come from a warm chicken... Yeah. So you've got to understand it's warm when the girls are sitting on them because yeah. they're trying to incubate them. Yeah, absolutely. So they're warm. So we take them out and for some reason Australia, because in Europe they don't refrigerate their yeah. eggs. So only Australia 
in America. Yeah, it's a habit that we've gotten into, obviously. America do it because they're very worried about... Paranoid? Yeah, about salmonella. So they actually spray a chemical on their eggs to prevent salmonella, which we don't do, thank God. Another cancer before. Exactly. So don't, don't, yeah, just try and keep them in the cupboard if you can, unless it's... You know, fifty degrees. Yeah, and you have really. It's only going to be that way once or twice a year. Yeah, and if it is in like normally your pantry is dark and it's cooler than the rest of the house, but if it is going to be fifty degrees, then put them in the fridge, but keep them in the fridge. Then don't take them back out. Okay, because it does change completely. Mm, That's a good one because I know a lot of recipes, particularly when you're whipping egg whites, Mm. will tell you. Room temperature eggs. Yes. Yeah. So they can stay at room temperature. Absolutely. There's no fear of salmonella. There's no fear of anything. Anything. No. I love that. That could be life changing for a lot of people with a low fridge. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. I just had to bring that up. No, I think that's brilliant because, again, it's just something that I didn't even know. A lot of people don't. Yeah, I get that. That's a question I get asked a lot is where do I keep my eggs? Yeah. Well, Simone, crazy egg lady that delivers at. Egg Lady Delivers on Instagram. Thank you for coming to visit me. Oh, I really appreciate it. It's so lovely to meet you. Pleasure. I feel like we're sisters from another mother. I think we could be. <laughs> let's do wine again some other time. Let's do it. <laughs> let's get the kids together as well. Yep. And let's um, talk all things chickens. And thank you so much for having me. I My really, pleasure. really, really appreciate it. My absolute pleasure. If you like the service, tip us with a review on iTunes. It's free, you tight ass. 